Hi everyone, this is Monica Reinagel, the Nutrition Diva, and this week's quick and dirty tip for eating well and feeling fabulous has to do with fat and how much is too much to have in your diet. Today's topic was inspired by an email that I got from a listener, and even though it's a little longer than usual, I want to read it to you in its entirety for reasons that should be clear by the end of the episode. Katrina writes, I've always considered myself a healthy eater, but you've helped me focus on some areas which were lacking in my diet. In particular, I'm now regularly getting your recommended five servings of vegetables every day. I started tracking my calorie intake a while back, and I noticed that fat makes up an average of 30 to 35% of my daily calories, and sometimes edges as high as 40%. I know that the recommended daily allowance is 20 to 35%, which places me at the high end of the spectrum, even on a good day. My diet is high in healthy fats, including olive oil, avocado, and nuts, and I don't eat a lot of red meat. It's also a bit higher in protein and lower in carbohydrates, since I avoid processed foods, white flour, and sugar, except on special occasions. However, I am wondering if my fat intake might be a problem. Now, from what Katrina has outlined here, I think her diet is healthier than most. If anything, she's a little ahead of the curve. The field of nutrition has been gradually recovering from the misguided fat phobia that, among other things, influenced the Institutes of Medicine's recommendation that fat take up no more than 35% of your calories. In fact, in a recent email exchange with me, Walter Willett from the Harvard University School of Public Health suggested that getting up to 40% of one's calories from healthy sources of fat would be perfectly acceptable, especially if those calories were replacing refined carbohydrates. Now, I've talked about the IOM's recommendations before in the context of a similar discussion about how much protein one should eat. You might remember the guidelines allow for anywhere from 10 to 35% of calories as protein, which is a very broad range. I mean, for someone my size, 10% of my calories would be a little over 50 grams of protein, and 35% would be almost 200 grams. So how could both be equally good for me? Well, the lower end of the range represents the minimum amount of protein your body needs to function. And although you don't necessarily need more protein than that, I've discussed some of the advantages of higher protein diets in previous episodes. But keep in mind that the IOM isn't just looking at the effects of protein, or fat, in a vacuum. They're also trying to consider how higher or lower intakes of one nutrient might affect the balance of other nutrients in the diet. Remember that the percentage of protein, fats, and carbohydrates in your diet always has to add up to 100%. If you decrease the percentage of one, the percentage of another will have to increase. Previous efforts on the part of the government and public health agencies to get us all to avoid fat, for example, led to a dramatic increase in the amount of carbohydrates in the typical diet. With the benefit of hindsight, we can now see that excessive carbohydrates especially refined carbohydrates, are doing much more damage to our health than the fat they replaced. The obvious corollary to Willett's suggestion that the IOM's recommended range for fat might be too low is that their recommended range for carbohydrates could be too high, at least for the type of carbs that we seem to prefer. Of course, simply eating more fat doesn't guarantee that your diet will be healthier. You want to be sure that you're choosing healthy sources of fats, which it sounds like Katrina is. 
And even though nuts and avocados are chock full of healthy fats, you can consume a lot of calories in just a few bites. Too many calories, even from healthy foods, can translate into unwanted weight gain. Fortunately, it sounds like Katrina is also keeping an eye on her total calorie intake. And finally, you want to be sure that your diet is otherwise balanced and nutritious, limiting empty calories and including lots of fruits and vegetables and good sources of protein. Again, bravo, Katrina. And now I hope you understand why I read Katrina's email in its entirety. If Katrina's question had simply been, is 40% of calories from fat too much? I wouldn't have known how to answer her. It's like trying to decide whether a symphony is good, having heard only the timpani part. Look, there are a lot of ways to put together a healthy diet. Your diet might be lower in protein or higher in fat than mine, but single numbers like how many grams of protein or fat you eat in a day don't tell the whole story. It's all about the big picture. And based on her email, it sounds to me like Katrina is definitely on the right track. Keep up the good work. Thanks again to Katrina for her email. I'll be sending her a signed copy of my book, Secrets for a Healthy Diet, What to Eat, What to Avoid, and What to Stop Worrying About. It's available wherever you buy or download books. If you're a new or recent college grad, or you know someone who is, be sure to pick up a copy of our latest ebook, Quick and Dirty Tips for Life After College. It's jam-packed with tips on every aspect of your new life from me and the other Quick and Dirty Tips experts. Thanks for listening today. Have a great week and remember to eat something good for me. 